Hey guys, Henning and Morten from Flip Normals here. In this video, we are going to be talking about social media. This is a topic which is very much on everyone's mind all the time. And we're going to be talking about how to navigate the jungle of social media. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. We're specifically talking about social media from an artist's perspective. And oftentimes, in this case, we're going to be talking about uh, Twitter and Facebook and also Instagram. A problem with social media is that everything is measured. You have metrics for every post you do and your followers and essentially everything can be measured to the most granular detail. And we want to make sure that you measure the right things because you get more of what you measure. If you were to measure the quality of your art based on how many likes you're getting, you would you would take away the wrong thing from that instead of measure the important things such as how good is your art how many likes you have does not constitute how good your art is no it's uh i think we can all relate to that dopamine rush of uh, <laughs> yes. publishing a new project it's a personal project you've been working on for months and you're like i'm just gonna post it i'm not gonna look at it that's gonna be great 10 minutes later you're back on twitter or art station you're like hey do i have a thousand likes yet is that where we're at? You know, it's like it doesn't it sort of detract from why you're doing the work that you're doing. And I think it can very easily one end up blinding you to the fact of like what why are you actually doing art? But also, like Henning says, when you're measuring the wrong things, let's say you're me- you're measuring likes or you're measuring sort of acknowledgement from other people, then you're getting less and less focused on maybe improving your art or maybe expanding what you want to do or experimenting because well you know this one type of genre is going to get more likes than another one so whether you're doing art for yourself you want to improve and you know express yourself or you want to gain employment it's so important to make sure you stay on track the the work which gets you employed is often not the sexy kind if you have somebody who wants to be a texture artist and they have like a can of soup and like a boat (laughs) and they're photorealistic. They're going to get six likes on social media. But somebody who's hiring for those positions, I'm going to go, damn, it's a pretty nice boat, pretty nice can of soup. Yeah, matches the reference. I like it. You know, This can be used directly in the movie and it's great. But somebody who makes some mediocre fan art of like some weird 1980s cartoon might get a lot of likes on social media. You if do it got boobs. Got that's, it, that's the thing. That's it's, what we're alluding to. <laughs> you know, if you are ever, if you go on art station, we're, we weren't really actually going to talk about art stuff. You go on art station, any trending community tab, whatever it is, there's a, let's call it a theme of, <laughs> of what people are posting. Right. And it, it tends to be a very specific type of theme. Uh, and if that's your thing, cool you know there's definitely things to explore within a theme like that but it's also important to look at that and think about well what do you want to do for you in terms of well personally but also in terms of hireability what makes you visibly appear i guess better more attractive to an employer if you were to make a realistic version of a simpsons character i can guarantee you you will get a lot of likes you, you may not be employable 
in in that sense or a sexy version of Simpsons character. You shouldn't do that, but you will definitely get a lot of likes for <laughs> a that. A sexy version of Simpsons. <laughs> but the point is you have to make sure to stay on track and and see this is something we talk a lot about when it comes to flip normals. You know, we YouTube is a tiny portion of what we do. So we have a lot of mesh of metrics to measure. And we have to constantly stay on top of this. We have to stay on top of measuring the right metrics. Mm. It's incredibly easy for us to measure the success of flip normals based on YouTube subscribers, likes on Instagram, our Twitter followers, and all that. But that's not an important metric for us, not directly, at least, you know, as a company, that would be your general income. Is it increasing? Is it going down? What's happening with that? So you have to stay on top of the metrics, which is ultimately the most important one to you. Yeah, I remember. Here's an uh, here's a story. Just it, well, it's not a tangent. It's very, <laughs> very directly related to this. So I was uh, creating pieces, three D pieces, and I was. This was years ago. I was thinking to myself, well, I feel like I'm not getting enough traction on my posts. I'm not getting the amount of arbitrary likes that I have in my head that I feel like are important for me. Let's say I make a piece. And 500 likes on ArtStation. That's my measure for success. Feels good. You know, just arbitrary number. 500 likes. If I reach that, well, then I know that I'm successful. Then I know that people like my art. Anything less than that, I'm trash. And, you know, I just have to start over, do another project. Anything more than that, and then, you know, that becomes your new metric for, like, a measure of success. So I started making this stylized piece. And I think it was called the Emma King or something like that. It's like a blue pink dude with a gun. And I had been seeing other artists doing the transition from or the translation of a 2D piece into a 3D piece. And it had been going really well for them. So I thought, well, I'm going to do that too. Not because I wanted to challenge myself to do a stylized piece or the translation between 2D and 3D. No, no, because specifically because I thought it would gain a lot of traction. And you put a lot of effort into it. Took a month or two when I'm done and I posted on ArtStation. And it was like, just fell flat. There was nothing. It was like one of the least, I guess, successful things I've ever done if you measure likes, right? And I was just like, oh shit, this is, this is pointless. Why am I even doing this? I, I mean, I got no likes on this. And uh, that was when I realized that it was like, it was completely pointless. It was a pointless way, at least for me, to look at it. Then I started thinking about what I actually learned from the project. Got a ton out of it, you know, in terms of translating the 2D to 3D, uh, looking at shapes and what works and what doesn't. But at the end of the day, you know, I did that because I wanted some recognition for a piece of art that I had created. We, we see this always. We, we call it the input-output hypothesis. <laughs> the flip normals input-output hypothesis. It works every time. <laughs> every time. And this basically states, the more effort you put into it, the less likes it gets. And the less effort, the more likes you get. We've seen this a lot. You, you, we spend three months on a tutorial series, and we post it, and we're so proud, and you get like two thumbs up. And then we post <laughs> a wireframe of the back of the head of some kind of dwarven thing within a serial measure, and we get five thousand of it yeah it's a screenshot it's a screenshot maybe even a photo of the screen as well <laughs> and we've just seen this time and time again that the quality of the of the work doesn't doesn't correlate to the like count or necessarily engagement it can sometimes it does mm -hmm. but most of the time the flip normals input output hypothesis <laughs> does strike true <laughs> yeah i feel like every time we take a screenshot and it's just like if it's a genuine sort of 
yeah, let's just post this on social media to let people know what we're doing. Crazy engagement. People are like, oh, this is amazing. I can't wait for the tutorial. And you post the final thing of it. We're like, okay, we really polished this up and it's finally done. Two people are like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you write something really thoughtful. You yeah. spend a lot of time on it. <laughs> Nobody cares. You write a shit post without thinking about it. 5,000 again. Yeah. So what we want to make sure of is that you don't spend your time on developing these fancy social media strategies where you're you're researching the hashtags and you're really scheduling all your posts before you get good the first thing you have to do and if you want if you want to do well in social media or like in in this case you want to get employment you first have to get good you have to get to a certain skill level before any of that really matters otherwise you're you're walking in an uphill struggle always if you're if you're at a certain level and and you keep posting, then it's going to be fine. And then you're going to, employment is going to be so much easier. I see people on social media which have like 50,000 followers and they're, they probably wouldn't get into a lot of art schools, but they probably think they're a lot better than they are. And the reason is because they might be doing fan art, they might be doing a very specific style, which is very popular, mm-hmm. but technically their art is not employable. Not saying it's not good art. That's completely, you know, up to whatever, To that's a complete subjective metric. But in terms of employability, they're not employable at all. Now, that being said, you know, like social media is a super powerful tool. Like for our company, you know, that's, we rely on social media to do branding, to reach out to people, to sell things. Um, the same goes for for artists. Once you have the skill set, it's it. I mean, you don't have to wait. It's not like okay, get good, get social media. No. no, no, you can totally build this at the same time. But it's important to focus on your skill sets, focus on what makes you employable, and then use social media as as a form of networking. Think of social a social media platform as a person you can interact with in order to expand your reach. That should really be the goal, especially as an artist, when you want to get employed. It can help you connect with other artists, um, either at the same level or at companies that you want to get hired in. And it's a powerful, powerful tool to help you, you know, on that path. But it's very important that it doesn't become like the de facto metric for how you measure your own success. Don't measure the success of your network by your Twitter followers or no. Instagram followers. Knowing three, four art directors and a couple of senior or mid-junior artists across the industry is infinitely more valuable than having 10,000 followers. They, If you have followers, that that itself means nothing. They can be they can be bots. They can be people who have no experience. It can be it can be your mom and her ten thousand closest friends. It matters not at all. But if you have a few close people who they know you, they know who you are, they know that you're hungry for knowledge and that you're always willing to learn, that is incredibly valuable. Yeah, I mean take someone like me, for example. I've I've always been employed employable i guess it's like my skill set has been to where it needs to be in terms of getting a job in vfx and i've gotten that but i haven't really focused on social media occasionally i will you know throw out a post there more so now because it's like it's really nice with flip normals and engaging with people um i enjoy that a lot but that's more for the engagement part and and that kind of stuff but before that for me at least personally i was very much focused on the job and i didn't really even think about social media and i I still got a job i still got plenty of jobs got plenty of freelance all because i sort of 
built up a network on the side. Yeah, I don't think your network was at all based on people finding you on Twitter. It was people no. you work with and, yeah. and they kept sending you offers. It's really interesting. Now, you can definitely use social media for that part where you sort of, uh, I don't like the word, but like get discovered. Yeah. Or so like where someone sees the work that you've been doing and they're like, this is really cool. This type of work with this specific style could work really well in our company for this specific project. But don't, you know, rely on that happening. That's like, you know, it's like winning the lottery because like it's so few people. Plus it's like it's just one person that needs to see it from that company. But getting to that person is incredibly hard. And this is this is kind of a tangent, but we promise it's it's related <laughs> as well. And that's you want to make sure that you don't necessarily have a crazy big network. You want to have a, a small network of good people. And and one of the reasons is so that you can get good feedback from these people. And it, whenever we say get a good close network of good people, the question is, Henning and Morton. Well, how how, how do, do I do find these people? How do we find them? <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is a tricky question. You you're not just gonna go to the, the feedback store and pick up a senior artist who can just give you feedback. Uh, there are a few ways of doing this. Probably the easiest is to find people on ArtStation or Twitter or similar networks who are doing similar things to what you want to get good at. If you're, in our case, character sculptors and you want to get better at character sculpting, you should find somebody who seems approachable and who's, who's really good at what they're doing. Mm. And don't send them, hey, period, enter, and then just leave it at that. Send them a thoughtful message, be short, and say specifically what you want to get feedback on. Ideally, this is something where they can look at your message and go, yes, or no, mm -hmm. or send you a link to it, or draw a single line of paint over, make it as easy as possible for them. Think about it like whoever you're contacting, it, their time is probably valuable. And it's they don't owe you anything. They certainly don't owe you a reply. But if you make it easy for them, as easy as possible to reply, you're way more likely to get a reply. We just talked about this right before the, the video started. And the way I kind of think about it is that you get one chance. Think of it, you got one chance to contact this person. So make it count. Make it short and concise. Be very specific about what you're after. Not just, hey, can you feedback my piece? Well, I don't know. On what? Yeah. The, is it the background? Is it the character? Is it everything? Uh, is it the topology? You know, it's it's. Think about specifically what you want answers to, and then try to direct that you know in your message to them. This is how you can really improve your art as well, and and then you can start to build a social media following from there. In terms of building a network, uh, I I really prefer Discord and Twitter in terms of in terms of getting to know people. If you if you find the right people to follow and you you connect with the right people on the right servers on Discord, you can meet some incredibly thoughtful and really kind artists who can really help you along. There are a bunch of different servers out there. A lot of artists they have their own servers or different communities have their own servers as well, and it's a lot easier to get feedback that way because it's more immediate. It's it's like instant messaging. I mean, it definitely requires some trial and error yeah. because you are going to find Discord servers that are just abysmal. It's just like they're like four chan, but yeah. even worse. Um, and it's like even with people, like you think you look at someone's art, just because their art is good doesn't actually mean that they will be able to give you good feedback. No. So you also have to be sort of critical about the feedback that you get, and it's 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 a it's definitely a jungle 
to navigate. Uh, it's just it's just tough. Like when we say go out, get some people that you can ri- reliably get feedback from. We know, yeah, we know it's hard. It it takes takes years to sort of gather a group of people together or be able to pull on the expertise of one person over there and one person over there. But it just takes time. It's it's the same thing as building your career or you know building your social media following, whatever it is. It's just consistency and it takes time. So to sum up all the ideas we're talking about now, it's really, really important that you don't define yourself by your social media success. That if you post a piece on uh, Instagram and you don't get as many likes as you want to, that doesn't mean that you failed at your art. You could probably, maybe you learned a whole lot from that, but it doesn't translate into anime titties, uh, which (laughs) apparently is how you get likes these days. (laughs) You just failed at getting likes. (laughs) And, And that's not like, that's not, I mean, who who cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, it, it's a completely... Make sure that you, you measure the right thing. Make sure that what you measure is not vanity metrics. Make sure that what you measure is important. And what you should really be measuring, at least when you're more of a fresh artist, should really be your progression. And that could be your, you have one piece of art you did three years ago and you have a new one. And this one is better than that one. You can objectively measure the growth of you as an artist. Yeah so important that you you focus on the right things one last thing about the whole person talking and getting in contact with people <laughs> right words <laughs> uh make sure it's not like a googleable is that a word googleable no it is it is make sure it's not a googleable question um back to what henning was mentioning before i, I just got a message on our station a couple of days ago from someone starts the message with hi Usually I ignore them. I've, I don't know. I didn't have a lot to do that day, so I just responded with hi. A uh, person gets back to me, and they're like, uh, uh, V-Ray is hard to learn. How do I learn it? I don't know. That's a perfect Google question. Go to YouTube, Google it. You know. So, okay, we're dedicating like parts of a video to this one person. But it's, it's like the point is, if you want to ask those types of questions, make sure that you've exhausted like other options before because if someone that you're wanting to get feedback from looks at that question, they're like, are you even trying? You know, like it's like you just first result on Google. So just think about that as well when you're trying to ask for feedback or any types of questions, really. And, and la- last point now, <laughs> promise, this <laughs> for is the real. For real this time. Uh, social media represents you as well. I've seen yeah. people who have been following them for years and you can, I never met them, but I can imagine that if we were to work with them, they would be lovely people. They're really kind in their responses. They're, it's not really about their art, but it's, it's about their consistent behavior. And you have some people who are not, great you have some people who yeah while their art might be fantastic you can tell they're crude and they're way too direct and all sorts of questions and they're not very thoughtful so even though their art maybe their art is from the same level i would love to work with the first person but i would hate to work with the second person if you've been if you have people who's been following you for years they're going to get a good idea of who you are as as a person and I'm not saying that you should go back and delete all your old tweets because <laughs> it's not about that. It's about you should be consistently, hope in general, you should be a consistently good person who other people want to be around. I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Just be a good person. Don't measure likes. <laughs> it's irrelevant. Yes. Um, yeah. If you want to see more videos like this in the future, make sure to uh, subscribe down below and leave us a comment. You know, we'd love to hear what you think about this topic. It's obviously... 
kind of a controversial topic where because a lot of people do measure this kind of stuff um likes engagement whatever on your posts so you know let us uh, let us hear your thoughts down below we're very excited to read about them if you're looking to level up your skill set with